tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome back, Masters of Sex fans, to another (laughs) Masters of Sex after show, this is episode two of season three, Three's a Crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Will Link, and with me, as always, Adrian Snow. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well tonight. Um, another another good episode, another episode dealing a lot with the ideas of family mm-hmm. also. Uh, and actually, at the start, you know, we had a lot of talk last week about, like, the kids, because there was that weird disclaimer yeah. at the end of the show. Basically being like, eh, the kids are different. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Michelle Ashford, she did an interview with The Hollywood Reporter this week where she vaguely said, and the quote was, due to astronomical lead, legal hurdles that they had to reestablish stuff about the children and that these first two episodes were going to be kid-heavy but after this, it will not be as children heavy. So yeah. she wouldn't say what it was, but you know, there was a lot of debate about the masters children last week and mm-hmm. how they might skew to reality and which ones are real and which ones aren't. And I guess it's probably has something to do with the real life children don't want to necessarily be portrayed a certain way or yeah. something. I would imagine. I mean, I know that Virginia did have two children, and then that uh, Bill had one. He didn't have the other two. I think Howie, the one, Howie that, the, the latest one. The or is it or is it Johnny or Howie? Howie's the youngest one, and I believe he's the only one that is real. real. So it's um, yeah. I think we did establish that yeah. last time. So it's it's understandable that they wouldn't want their their lives represented. You know, represent it in this in this show. That I mean, the relationship between Bill and Virginia in real life is pretty scandalous. I would imagine they would not want to have that. You know, kind of reflected on the, their real lives. And I think it's the idea that even though Tessa isn't a real person, wasn't really one of her kids. If she does have a daughter, which she does, yes, that she doesn't want to be this daughter. Doesn't want people going around thinking I was hitting on my. Uh, my eventual yeah. stepfather. There. Or maybe they just don't want their actual life to be portrayed. I, Virginia is still alive. I, no, I she died she die? in, two, uh, in 2013. She, right, she did die recently. Okay, like, so... Right before the show started. Yeah. That's so... Right. Um, so, with that said, I mean, you can kind of have a little bit more leeway with yeah. both of them since they're both passed away, but... I would imagine people who are actually living and have not signed off on, you know, yeah. allowing their lives to be portrayed, even in a fictional sense, then they can't do it. Well, this, maybe in the future, it's not going to be family kid heavy, but this episode was still, yeah. had a lot of this. And what was, I thought was great about it, because I figured we come into this episode, there'll be a time jump, but it picked up literally right where we left off. Yeah. With him questioning her on the pregnancy. And then they jumped... 
the full nine. They did the full pregnancy yeah. in, in one episode, which was which I was I, like, All right. I was happy with that because yeah. I didn't necessarily have a lot of interest in watching a pregnant Virginia throughout the season, yeah. you know, and dealing with with all that. I kind of want to get back to the sex research, which it sounds like is going to be the case. Well, I, I'm curious to see if if you know just her experiencing you know just postpartum how that experience of being a, a sex receptionist is going to how that's going to impact it yeah you know just in terms of her own sex drive in terms of having a child the stress of that if that's going to they're going to play that up as well as something that you know because i know her and bill as well still well you know for yeah. the nine months pregnancy and had sex with each other so yes. i'm curious to see if that's going to play that up and also just the relationship of, of George coming back and seemingly going to, going to be a series regular from now on or potentially. Yeah, I mean, he's not in the main opening credits, his name isn't, but, yeah. you know, he'll be around a lot. I'm yeah. sure. Or at least a specter of him over raising this new child. Because where the episode ends, I mean, not to jump too far ahead, but I guess I'm jumping way ahead to the end, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the dynamic that it's also going to be about being a working mother, too, and how she deals yeah. with it. Because at the end of this episode, she really feels this idea of, I care about my work more than my child. Does that make me a terrible person? Mm-hmm. I am a terrible person. And then Bill kind of talks her down from that ledge yeah. where he says, no, your your child shouldn't be around a mother who's regretful about what she's that, what she's not doing and you should inspire your child by going out and doing these things. Yeah. So. And it's it's which is true. It is true. And it's fascinating to see them kind of have that that modern day mentality and for Bill to kind of be like, no, this is like the new way that things should be, that you should be able to see uh, a mom who doesn't have to sacrifice everything for their child. And so I thought that was an interesting thing to have, especially coming from Bill's character, you know, that he is so exceptional in that way in terms of his mindset that I don't think was necessarily true for the real Bill Masters, yeah. uh, so it's kind of fascinating to see them them do that. And I recall I saw last uh, last year I went to the panel for Masters of Sex, and it was interesting to watch the, the dynamics of um, Lizzie Kaplan and Michael Sheen because you get the feeling that Michael Sheen. <laughs> Is probably maybe a little bit more conservative. Oh okay. well, I mean, I don't <laughs> know how. Life. I mean, he does date Sarah Silverman in real life, so well. I mean, <laughs> just in terms of how he's, well, he's talking. British. Well, yeah, I, I'm not going to say. I mean, <laughs> you could say we're the Puritans, not the Brits. That's but true. That's like, true. Um, it it was just it was interesting to watch that dynamic because there came up this the topic came up of feminism and in terms of how the how the show deals with. Uh, being a feminist or having feminist propaganda. I'm doing bunny ears yeah. right now for people who can't <laughs> see me. Um, and and Lizzie's response to that was, I think, what did Mike, Michael said something that was along the lines of um, kind of de- belittling the term feminist. And, and Lizzie corrected him and said, if you believe in the equality of, of men and women, you yeah. are a feminist. Yeah, because that's all it is, yeah. really, what it boils down to. Yeah, so it's it's just that's just an interesting thing to touch on, like how that plays into and the character. I'm wondering, as we get further along in the series, uh, the role that feminism is definitely going to play yeah. in this, and you 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 you'll see it coming out in the characters. 
But but back to the beginning of this episode, we were kind of throwing a curveball because last week we were talking about about oh her and Bill oh it must be Bill's but yeah and you know yeah but so, it turns out it's George's baby. that makes sense because makes a lot of you sense. know I forgot that Bill no matter what happened with with Libby is still essentially infertile. Like yeah. it's not easy for him to conceive a child. You forget because he has yeah. three children at this exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. So it was just something that I I kind of forgotten about even though we kind of commented on it last episode. Uh so they did they were very smart in terms of not showing us the moment between yeah. George and Virginia last episode and just kind of just laying it out. Yeah, yeah, right. At the beginning of that, it it was it was kind of a a surprise when it came out, and it was in the uh, previously on Masters of Sex when they had a, a a voice of and I can't remember what character like oh Bill Masters shooting blanks like the great Bill Masters, yeah, yeah. and at that moment I'm like oh wait a second, yeah. and then when she said it was George's, it all did make a lot of sense, and I like Bill's reaction to it because you could tell there was a, a hint of of jealousy there, and yeah. there was you know he's not. Yeah, he's having an affair, but God forbid somebody have an affair that he's with. You know yeah. what I mean? And also, immediately, something we discussed last week was brought up abortion. Yes. Which I What's, wasn't sure if they would go that route. Well, it's still, I looked it up, it's still illegal. If The year that the book was published was 1966. Yeah. So even if, even if this she, even, even if it was conceived in 1965, uh, abortion didn't become legal until 1973. Yeah. So, uh, the whole idea that she had already made the appointment and was going to go through with it, that in and of itself was incredibly illegal. And yeah. if that had come out before the book had come out, she would have been shamed then. And, you know, to have the baby, she would be shamed. It's just a lot of she shame. Couldn't, she couldn't win. She and, wasn't I mean, win. and she knew this last week. She was talking about, like, basically, as a woman, she's going to have, when she talks about Darwin, how Darwin was, yes. she's like, well, I'm going to have it worse. Because, yeah, in this episode, she's presented with no way to win and, and look good in this, except to where we get to eventually marrying George, which yeah. isn't a good idea either. No, not you know? at all. I, and it was fascinating to see, I guess, for, for George to take on that kind of what people consider to be feminine mindset of but we could fall in love again but we could try again and usually you don't on television and in, you know just in media you don't ever see that portrayed coming from yeah. a man like well if i'm going to marry you i really want to marry you i really want this to be for love not for convenience or because you're you're knocked up uh so it's nice to see that kind of mindset from him but also that was countered by libby's mindset which was so archaic in terms of yeah. you you are going to ruin everything you're going to ruin my reputation so it's kind of like that return to the old libby with that well libby but i mean do you do you blame her in a way because she already has she's trying to make like she's fine with this whole thing i yeah. i read that as equally like her dealing with the issues knowing her husband is in this relationship with another woman beyond just i mean there is a lot of self-preservation going mm-hmm. there and it's not supportive at all but at the same time i i kind of see where she's coming from i understand it just you know, especially being in that time and in for me i have to kind of be able to step out of myself being someone born after that time living in present yeah. time but with that said i think libby was kind of doing some interesting things last season in terms of moving forward in terms of opening up 
her mindset. Yeah. And we talked about this a little last week too, where it's like there's the world that you you inhabit and the cultures that you know you express without even realizing it, and the things that you believe and hope for. Do you, do you get what I mean? Yeah. By that? So it, I understand like her hesitancy about. Virginia appearing as an unmarried, unwed, or an unmarried and pregnant woman alongside her husband. But with that said, Libby should have divorced Bill like well, ten years ago. That's really what it is. <laughs> like, yeah. The fact of the matter is, they so, shouldn't be together. They anymore. shouldn't be together. And I think it it really has to come down to Libby making that choice. I mean, outside of what happened in real life in terms of their divorce yeah. in the show, Libby needs to make the choice to leave Bill. Now, we, we mentioned George, and you mentioned George taking what would be considered maybe the, the feminine role yeah. in this and what he wants. But do you think George really is in love with her still, or he's just – he's been down so many paths, he's just trying to hold on to something he thinks is good from the past, like trying to just I've, – I've always felt that George really loved Virginia. Okay. Uh, even in the, big, in the first season where he was – you know, they were still kind of hooking up on occasion and – um, were they still married? No, no they, they weren't, weren't married. married. But yeah, so they, they still had that kind of, or he's always had that desire for her and that passion for her, and he really enjoys having sex with her. Yeah. And maybe he's confusing that with love, but because <laughs> he did bring that up about like how the sex was so great, how could it not be love? Yeah, which is something that I feel like people say. Just when they have had really good sex. <laughs> well, you know, but that's true. So, that's true. We've all been there. Yeah. So, and sometimes it has absolutely nothing to do with love. But, but go ahead. But that's something that's also kind of addressed throughout this episode, too. And it was addressed a little bit before. I mean, it's unfortunately addressed. It always starts off with the idea of promiscuity, as if yeah. that's something terrible. But, you know, they talk about like passion and things like this and these other things you get from sex mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily procreation or love or these these things and 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 bill's quick to bring those up a lot and it happens in this episode yeah when he's talking to harry vetters and he mentions the uh mental promiscuity versus physical promiscuity, i was like oh that's interesting he should not be saying that to that journalist but uh that's an interesting thought to have of how it's more dangerous to to as jimmy carter said lust oh yeah He had lust in in his heart. Yes. Um, And that's a more dangerous thing than to go out and give as good as it gets to three men. Yeah. If a woman services three men, like just everything about that scene is so uncomfortable because he's not the people person. Yeah, he's not. And he doesn't the people person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Virginia does not obviously get the abortion. Yeah. And that she went to that scene, and I, I actually thought. Well, I mean, she's there in the middle of it, so I thought she was going to yeah. go through with it even after the time jump. And I thought we were going to deal with how she felt about that or how that, you know. But but no, when we cut back, like you said, it's another time jump, and she's a little more pregnant yeah. to the point where, though they haven't announced it to anybody, but everybody knows. Kinda, yeah, I can kind of tell. And um, the other thing that's interesting is that they have taken on a new client. They've taken on the Shah of Iran. Yes. And his wife, they're trying to get they're trying to get pregnant. Yeah. And they're having similar issues that it's seemingly at first similar issues that, that Bill was having. 
And she, I, I didn't catch her name. I don't even know if they princess. ever is. Yeah, yeah, the princess. But she doesn't. Uh, they. I like the idea of the importance of. Well, I mean, we have to have a baby because there needs to be an heir mm-hmm. to Iran. Mm-hmm. Although that wouldn't have worked out anyway. But <laughs> you know, so. I thought that was interesting and that she immediately knows Virginia's, she could tell. She immediately calls it out. And Bill is completely, does not know how to handle this, particularly with the idea of telling Libby. Yeah. And I thought that was another great scene that was done to comic effect, too, where he's trying to fix the television until he's trying to be distracted. He's talking about egg salad. Oh, I thought she was just sick from egg mm-hmm. salad. I should have known. And Libby is just shooting him daggers. And I thought that was a great little little moment yeah. in the episode. It, it was a nice dynamic to see them kind of have that uh, brief kind of family husband and wife moment of Bill fixing the TV and Trying to not talk about how the, his lover is knocked out by another man yeah. with his wife. Yeah, because it's so the dynamics of Because, I mean, you would normally think, oh, she must be jealous because she yeah. knows. But no, she knows Bill can't do this. And, yeah, it is all about perception with Libby. Mm-hmm. It's all about the assumption that the rest of the world will think that Bill knocked up Virginia. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where that's... And she's that's not wrong to have that. I... I I did kind of want to see her take the abortion route um, because that's not something that's discussed often in in television or film, just the after effects of a woman going through an abortion and in terms of how it might affect her physically or mentally, how it might not affect her physically or mentally. So I was kind of disappointed when she decided to keep the baby, just knowing, you know, the, the real life. Uh, Virginia Johnson did not have a third child with yeah. with George Johnson, um, but with that said, it, it does I guess make for interesting storytelling in that way in terms of what how that's going to affect George and her's relationship. Well, again, it sounds like it. All this has also been done, and I mean, you always hate when shows do this, but this is behind yeah. the scenes on every show. Done for like almost a legal purpose of where they want to show, oh, we want to give her her real child that she had in mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and these other two kids were made up. Like, yeah. so I mean, but I I agree with you. I kind of, I mean, not that wherever I was, I was excited for the abortion storyline, but it would have been something. Uh, interesting to have seen how yeah. they handled it because this is a show that deals with sex in a very frank way, yeah, and also in the in the consequences of 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 certain things. And it would have been very interesting to see that that route. But you know, maybe yeah. they'll explore that with another character. Maybe it is something because as we get closer through the years to like Roe v. Wade and stuff like that mm-hmm. and deeper into sexual revolution, mm-hmm. I got to imagine these topics are going to come up again. Well, I would hope so. I, I think something that they kind of gloss over in the, in the show is uh, female uh, sexual, I can't think of the word, male sexual, what is it? Impo- um, impotency? Oh, impotence? Oh, oh, okay. Impotence. Yes, yes. Uh, they, they, they kind of touched on it with Lester's wife. Yeah. But they didn't really go all the way with it. Like, you hear so much about male impotence on the show. You hear so much about yeah. Bills and then Lusters and then the fear of the Shah and, and the fact that he has a low sperm count. And then they just, with the princess, in terms of, of that storyline, it's discovered that she is also infertile. Yeah. Does she kill herself? 
What happened? No, she just died. No, he but didn't. she died. No, she didn't die. He was saying, I'm mourning the princess at the end of the episode. Bill no, turns but and I, looks at the television. I thought it was that they, they broke up. I thought that was that they were no longer together. I thought she died. I thought they just... Because it looked like he was mourning her. I think he was she just can't. mourning the loss of this woman. Because he clearly... The Shah clearly loved her. Yeah. But he needs to do what he needs to do as a as a king and a leader of Iran. He needs to make sure he has an heir. And she has that... But that's the thing, is that what she was discussing with, with Bill was that she could not stand by and watch him conceive... Uh, another child and that he could marry more than one woman but she could not stand by and do that i took that as she left him because of this but you're taking it that she killed herself think it would be so easy for her to just get up and leave but if he really loved her which it seemed like he did he would let her leave he's the he's the shot that's not how i think that would work (laughs) i think i think well i mean also you gotta i mean what's weird about Iran, and now we're talking yeah. about the, the nation of Iran, but it was oddly more progressive. Yeah. And it reverted after the revolution yeah. in like 78 or whatever. So, when the Shah was overthrown. So, I buy that he would. I, I'm, I'm not saying that he he wouldn't. It just seems odd that he would mechanics. have a press conference. Yeah, there's still mechanics. It also and seems odd that it would be. Upon. It also seems odd that that press conference would be airing in a hospital in St. Louis. Yeah, but so it seemed like she had died. It, whether or not that was by suicide, whether or not she was murdered, it seemed like she had died just because he ha- he felt the need to have a press conference, like. Prince See, Charles didn't have a press conference when yeah, Prince Di, Prince Di, Princess Di did because, you know, he yeah. cheated on her. But like, but I also think that, I mean, look, that's some, well, I mean, how much power does Prince Charles, this is the person who was actually leading a nation. So I think it's more news. Yeah, but I'm saying even in that time, in, in the 1960s, I don't think that he would have a press conference about his wife leaving him. Uh-huh. Like I think it would be if that were to happen that they would try to hide that as much as possible. I could see him having a press conference if she died. But I wouldn't see it, especially how sad he looked in the press conference, not not just um like she was gone and divorced him, but like heartbroken. Look, I could totally buy that the pain that she felt was so great that she wouldn't even want to live and she didn't see a, a way out i mean this is the man who loved her this man seemed to be her entire life yeah um we'll have to we'll have to look it up i guess yeah I just, so I yeah had, this I was one thing i didn't get a she, chance to that she was dead but she did have a, a, a great scene uh, admittedly i thought some of the parallels they were trying to make of of marriages of convenience mm-hmm. and things like that the idea that the shah's next marriage would be a marriage of convenience just to have a child and going on with with uh, virginia's marriage of convenience george it was a bit heavy-handed, but I thought she did have a wonderful scene yeah. with Bill where they were talking about the importance of a, of a partner being someone's other other half. And she felt like you couldn't have that without having a child with him, like that, that having a child was part of that. And she did say uh, she will no longer be loved completely because once he has a child with somebody else, he can never love her as much as, you know. I I thought that was a nice scene, though. That was an interesting thought of just that the child will always win out and and kind of how that played up against Bill's, you know, thoughts about Virginia having a child with George and how 
George will essentially always win because he has a child with Virginia. And, and, and to think that I don't necessarily believe that Bill feels the same way in terms of Libby. No. Like, Libby does not win out just because they have children. Well, when Bill said the line that a partner is your truly your other half. Yeah. I mean, he's talking about Virginia. Yes. In that case. And he's, I mean, that's the bond that's important to him. Unfortunately, not his children. It's his, his book. And there are a lot of allusions at the end of the, the book is their child together, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, yeah. And, and I also love the way Bill handled George in this episode. Mm. Like, I, I'm struggling to think how many, if any, scenes we've had between Bill and George in this series. Because in that scene, Bill had a way of really cutting him down. He mentions his bar tab. Uh, he's, he's, he's taunting with, like, I'll give you this large check. Just do this. Just do this marriage mm-hmm. of convenience. And I thought, I, I actually thought it was a really good scene. And I can't remember the two of them having a scene together. They mm-hmm. might Maybe have. one, I think, when Virginia wanted custody and then the beginning when, uh, they first started the research together. I think they had a run in at uh, Virginia's yeah. house. I think you're right. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was really interesting how Bill was kind of, emasculating George. Yeah. Um and and guilting him. It was it was so it was just fascinating to watch because it was such the reverse of what you see done to a man. Like you see that a lot with women. You see like the well, you know, we can fund you, we can protect you, we can do this or you can have the money and da 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 da. da. We'll give you the money to do this. Um usually in terms of like Get an abortion. We'll give you the money. Yeah, uh, under the table. Under kinda. the table. So to see him kind of being just so much shame. There's just so much shame this episode in yeah. terms of you aren't man enough um, to take care of yourself. You can't take care of the child. You can't take care of Virginia. So this is what we can do for you. You can just get married and have the money, and has nothing to do with love. But he can also do the one thing Bill can't with Virginia, which is get her pregnant. Yeah. Uh, but yet that doesn't seem, I mean, it isn't, it has to on some level be important to Bill. Like you said at the beginning, that did seem a little bit of jealousy and stuff, even though he doesn't like kids. Well, Libby commented on that as well. Like, that, that, that was the one thing that he cannot share with Virginia is a child and yes. being able to uh, get her pregnant. And that he wants to be able to share everything with Virginia, but he can't do that. So, how is he going to feel, you know, in terms of her having this thing that she shares with George. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that eventually plays out. The other thing that really hit home, uh, the idea of their partnership in the other half thing mm-hmm. was when Maggie Grace, uh, comes in, Dr. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Wesh. Wesh, yeah. Yeah. Comes in. And that, that idea, I was offended by Bill's suggestion of, it's if, Oh, we'll just get this other woman yeah. to come in on the the book tour or like to talk about things or, or not talk about things yeah. even more that he wanted this. He felt he needed this other woman here. And it's like, was she going to be standing there taking credit for uh, Virginia's work? I don't really understand the role she was supposed to play. Well, I think uh, he kind of said it. He said, I, I need a woman by my side so that people do not think I'm a pervert. Yeah. And, and this kind of also goes back and forth with how forward-thinking Bill can be, but then also how backward-thinking Bill can be. So even when he goes into the exam room with um, the princess 
Yeah. And she tries to say, well, it could be endo- endometri- endometriosis. That's really difficult for me to say. And she, he snaps at her because he yeah. doesn't, he just wants her to be there to stand and make people feel comfortable. Yeah. But he doesn't actually want her to serve any purpose. Which is also totally horrible for her. Yeah. Because she clearly has the credentials to be able to diagnose things. and She's a doctor. A doctor. And she has, you know, she did say, I did research the book. I am able to speak on the topics if you want me to. And it must I would assume it would be incredibly heartbreaking to sit there and have him say, no, you're just here to, you know, look pretty. I don't need you for anything else. And that scene, and that led up to the scene where he realizes he can't bring her in. Yeah. Because he doesn't really want her talking, because it is Virginia's work, but he can't do this by himself. And it's that incredibly awkward uh, services three men scene in the the interview. interview. Yeah, which, uh, again, was there was a lot of befuddled um, Bill in this episode between the thing with the T, where he's telling her while fixing the TV in the interview. But I I like that. I I like when he's thrown off a little bit. To even at the end when she's going into labor and he's singing Danny Boy. (laughs) It's really so uh, weird. Didn't know I could sing. Right? (laughs) It's like, okay, you just wanted Michael Sheen to sing a song. Yeah. But, um, no, it, it was, it was nice to see him just kind of knocked off kilter a little bit to kind of be, that he really does need Virginia. Yes. He can't really do things without Virginia. And it was also kind of sad in that moment where you realize that Virginia called Bill before she called George. And when George comes into the hospital, Bill wants to speak to him. But then he has that realization that he shouldn't even be there. Yeah. And that he's been there far longer than George has. And so he just quietly leaves. That was, it was interesting because it was kind of like, yeah, you are, you know, out of place that you're not supposed to be there in that moment. It's also the opposite of at the in last week's episode where she was mad that he's insinuated himself into her life. Yeah. Now he's the first person she calls because they really are the best partners for each other. Yeah. Um, they're the only ones who could probably stand being with each other in a lot of ways when you think about yeah. it. But George did have a good point when he was talking to Virginia after their marriage, their wedding, and he said, "You've changed. You're not." romantic anymore you're not as passionate as you used to be because i i kind of mentioned that last episode where virginia used to just be a very passionate sexual woman and now it seems like sex for her has become clinical like she has become clinical in how she deals with her life her children you know everything is about the work and that has affected every other aspect of her life. Spending 10 years working with Bill Masters, I guess. Yeah. Sleeping with him for most of those is going to... You would hope I guess, do that, that she to you, would rub off on Bill. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but that's that. But I think that also goes towards... She's so driven by the book in her career. The fears that she has. She's worried that she's too career-driven. And probably, I guess, throwing yourself into all that has changed her as well. Yeah. You know. Um... Libby is very excited, though, about the marriage of Virginia and George. Because yeah. she's, I mean, she feels betrayed by Virginia. And I mean, and, and that is the one thing that's not fair 
uh, that Libby, we were talking before about how Libby, like, well, how fair is it how she feels or how she's treating her? That is the one thing, though, that, that isn't fair, because this isn't a betrayal that Virginia's made against Libby, but yeah. she does kind of feel that. But with the marriage to George, she's, like, really encouraging, oh, you should give it a shot, and we should have, like, the, the like, she's trying to turn it into a bigger thing. Oh, we take pictures, and mm-hmm. then the, the children will know when you got married again and all, all this stuff, which clearly it doesn't call for all this pomp and circumstance. Well, I think Libby still has a lot of hope for her and Bill in some odd way. That they're, you know, that Bill will suddenly turn into this man that she, I guess, has always wished that he would become. Yeah. And that's just not the case. It's like, and what's funny, in, in their real life, you know, Bill Masters was very much the clinical man. He was not a loving man. And the one woman he really ever truly loved, he left Virginia Johnson for yeah. and married her, like, in his 80s. Yeah. So, <laughs> so obviously, Libby and Virginia are just not the women to get him to have that type of passion. Yeah, or it's that he's still, because he is still sometimes walking that line between being open about sex yet stuffy about it yeah. that maybe it just took him that long in life to finally i oh, don't know buy into so his sad. way of thinking or his uh, what well, did you have you read the masters of sex book no i have not have you mm-hmm. I've, oh, I, I've, I've, i'm halfway through it i haven't finished it but they do discuss um like his long lost love for this woman that he eventually marries like in 1993 okay. um i was like gabrielle it starts with a g but how he had, had, like, been in love with this girl who was, like, a sister of a friend since high school. And oh. she, yeah. And he flew, he was a pilot, and he flew her, he picked her up or something from home. And he was about to confess his love to her, and he realized that he was flying her to, like, get married to someone else. And so he never confessed, and she married someone else. And then when she got divorced or her husband died, he reached out to her again and left Virginia for this woman. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So it, it, it wasn't like it, there's just like this woman that he met once long ago. Like he had had undying love for this woman his whole life. And just never did anything. And just never did anything about it. And had he done that back then, well, then we might not also have We may have not know about book. the human sexual response. Yeah, exactly. We'd, we still, might, be, we'd still be totally clueless. I, we we'd all know be what to sitting do. here being like, I have no idea how my vagina or penis works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's a good that. thing yes. that That's, he did not confess his love to it's that It's a good woman. thing that Bill Masters spent majority of his life sad and lovelorn over this woman. <laughs> he suffered for the rest yes. of us. Oh, no. Um, but uh, from a filmmaking point of view, I really enjoyed that the, um, the, the, the marriage vows were cross-cut with the prenup yes. uh, uh, agreement. And it made for, I think... The coldest wedding in television history. And I love the look on George's face yeah. the whole time. And then when it's Kiss the Bride, how he kisses her on the cheek. Yeah, and she looks at Belle. Yeah. And it's such a sham, and everyone knows it. And then you see them out on, like, the book tour kind of thing. They're, like, giving speeches and stuff. Yeah. And, and George is drinking heavily because, of course, you're going to drink heavily. How How, how do you... I mean, I, I feel for George in this episode. Whether I think his love is misplaced or not, I really feel bad for him because he's he's a he's a prop. That's yeah. all he is at this point. He's a prop to serve the Masters and Johnson burgeoning empire now. He's a trophy husband. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's out there on the uh, on the tour where they really play up the spouses. They can't do it without him. And that's really sad. It's such a reflection of that time. I mean, it still happens. You hear about women in New York who are married to men and they are on allowances and they have like, have you heard about this? Like the women of Upper East Side where it's just insane. Like how things work and bonuses for what? (laughs) For what? Like what did you have to do to get that bonus? I know what they're doing Hmm. for those bonuses. But... Just that that whole idea that you cannot, and, and we still do it to this day, of you cannot have this, um, you cannot have a child or you cannot have this, this type of life without the appearance or the illusion of being happily married or having mm-hmm. an illusion of being in a good family. Especially for women, it can be really traumatic if you decide to have a child unwed, it can, yeah. you know, I know in my personal family there are people who probably had children. Oh, I got married. No, for I know bad reasons, but so it was. It was kind of. I do like the twist that this was all happening to George. I like George. I don't think anything's wrong with him, but I like that it was like, well, you're the trophy husband. You have to be the one who gets drunk at the parties. Do you think there's any chance at a certain point this season they give it a go? They give Virginia gives in, tries to give it an actual go because he's around, he's going to be around and he's going to be uh, they're going to be raising a kid together, which is a powerful yeah. bonding experience. I think it really depends on whether or not George becomes bitter. If he becomes bitter, then he will not win with yeah. Virginia. So if he becomes like a, a drunk and bitter about the setup of the marriage. Then no, that's never going to happen. I always say, like, the easiest way to get someone to fall in love with you is to be nice to them. <laughs> like, so <laughs> if you want to, if he wants there to be a chance, then he should just be the best version of George he can be. And maybe through that, potentially, possibly, you never know, uh, Virginia might come around to that. But knowing, just knowing how things played out in real life. I yeah. get the feeling he's just going to become a bitter old drunk and they're going to get divorced. Yeah. That's Poor just life. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. The other good cross-cutting, of course, the last shot of she's looking at the baby that mm-hmm. she has with George through the window and Bill is looking at him and Virginia's baby, the book, yes. through the window of the bookstore. <laughs> the book's out there now. You know, they're getting... They're getting famous clients now. They're getting people flying all yeah. the way from Iran. With it. I'm assuming we're going to deal. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit last week. I'm very curious to see how they handle the level of celebrity that they might have to deal with yeah. in the aftermath of this. That'll be interesting to see. It'll also be interesting to see how Virginia juggles being a mom and having this newfound celebrity. Uh, you know, a lot of the times when... Uh, a woman has a, a career and is also a new mother. There's the expectation that being a mother has to come first. So the yeah. career must stop so she can raise a child. Uh, and I, I'm curious to see if they're going to have her kind of do a balancing act. I'm curious to see if they're going to make her resentful of the child. Yeah. If George is going to have like a Mr. Mom type of <laughs> persona going on or or how they're going to play that play around with that yeah, or Virginia's- if they're just going to make the children disappear <laughs> like- i have a feeling the children are gonna based off that interview read in the hollywood reporter i have a feeling the children are gonna 
kind of disappear into the background. Yeah. Or at least the level of background that they've always been on the series. Yeah. Like, even in the first season, her kids were there, but they were never... Like, there weren't necessarily prominent stories about them. Like, they've already... Like, in this first episode, and even in this episode, you see Tessa's still yeah. behavior. And so you want to go to the Bob Dylan concert. And that's also because I think babies are kind of a pain <laughs> in the butt to deal with. Yeah. Uh, in television, just in movies and television... The concept of having people have babies is just frustrating to watch yeah. and probably to deal with on set. I don't. So. Yeah, I don't. I had a, I had a friend who was on a who worked on a, a show and his character uh, had a had a child and he 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 had no issue with it. He hated having to hold the kids. So you have to be so it's someone else's kid and like yeah. he had to start like he would wear a watch. But he had to stop wearing the watch because he was afraid to get caught on the kid. Like all yeah. these these things. I mean, not that that's the reason why you shouldn't have a show about a kid, but I mean, yeah, on set, it's 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 a pain in the butt. Most people don't want to deal with it. I mean, on soap operas, what they age them like a month later. It's yeah. like oh, all of a sudden they're like three years old, and I just had this child. So, you know, I, I can understand them kind of putting that to the wayside. But it would be nice to have them have that commentary, especially during that time of a woman being a working mom. So we'll see if they go in that direction. Um, one last thing I want to bring up about the episode. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten enough Betty this season. Right? We need more Betty. She's only been in like two scenes. Looking great, by the way. I like the I like the, the 60s look. I like the tie she's wearing. I like the home. Bob. The bob, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking good. Uh, I'm excited for her to become. Because it sounds like they talk about her being more integral into the office. Yeah. So I want to see that in practice. Well, it was nice to get back to the office and to see Lester and Betty, even if it was briefly. Uh, Betty had such a strong storyline the first two seasons, so I'm not, I can, I'm understanding of the fact that she's kind of not that big in the beginning of this season. Um, Unless I heard wrong, I believe Sarah Silverman's character is coming back this season. Oh, really? So that would affect Betty's storyline. That's what I I read that somewhere. I mildly grimace. Not because I don't like Sarah Silverman, just because I didn't really like the character and thought she was irrelevant. But <laughs> well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see what but, happens. I mean, that, that would be interesting for them to touch on. They're, they're, they have a lot of things they're juggling in the air. They're juggling, you know, feminist issues. They're juggling... Uh, LGBT issues. Yeah. They bring back Sarah Silverman's character, so I think that would be interesting. Interesting for them to touch on, especially knowing the real life Bill Masters' point of view on homosexuality. Uh, however, I didn't really like that character. It, yeah, I, it didn't <laughs> so, really. It kind of just went to the inevitable conclusion of where that storyline last season was going to go. Yeah. So maybe though, maybe I don't know. Maybe they could open it up in a new way. Maybe. I mean, it is the sexual revolution, but it's it's at the very beginning of mm, the sexual true. revolution. I feel I always feel like the sexual revolution really began in the seventies. It was like sixties. Got to get through civil rights. Got yeah. to get through this. <laughs> One thing still got to get through it. Yeah. Still working on it. Still working on the sexual revolution. Forty yeah, years only, later. Well, that's the other thing. Amazing thing when you watch a show like this or a show like Mad Men or something that takes place in the sixties, and it's like, oh, we're dealing with these exact same things. Yes, I didn't think this was an changed. issue nothing anymore. Changed. Uh-huh. <laughs> so some things have changed, but um, one other thing I'd like to bring up. Is, I'm not necessarily related to the episode, but related to Master Sex. A little, I guess, news this week. After Buzz yeah. TV news. 
Oh. Well, it was the Emmy nominations. Yeah. And, uh, of course, our two leads were snubbed, Michael Sheen mm-hmm. and Lizzie Kaplan. But uh, both Bo Bridges and Allison Janney were nominated for the Guest Actor yes. Emmys for their roles uh, uh, on the series last season. And, and Bo wasn't really... On last season, no, I feel oh, like okay. he was only in two episodes. Yeah. He had a really great speech. He had a pretty crazy arc, but yeah, yeah. He, Barton had a really great speech at the end of season two mm-hmm. that he gave Bill, which I assume is why he got nominated. Well, the, last season two was also the year that wasn't that when was that when he attempted suicide, or was that all in season one? I was struggling to remember whether that was the premiere of season two or the finale of season one. I think season two is when the first two episodes were about him attempting suicide. And also the end of that affair that Alice and Janney's character was having with... Yeah, I think that... The seasons are kind of blending to me. Yeah, they blend a little bit. But Alice and Janney won this award last season Mm. uh, at the the Emmys uh, for her season one storyline, which I thought was some of my favorite work I've seen Allison Janney ever yeah. do. And that's saying something, because she's always so brilliant. But that that season one story was she was starting to finally, for the first time, become a sexual being mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I found it, like, beautiful and heartbreaking, and I loved it, and I was so glad she won uh, last season. Uh, I know Lizzie Kaplan was nominated last year, didn't get it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Sheen is never nominated for anything, which is... Upsetting. You're right. He's never been nominated for Wait, an Emmy. Wasn't he was nom- wasn't he nominated for Frost versus Nixon? No, he was nominated. He for was nominated. No, Frank Langella was. Oh. And also, same thing with the Queen when he played Tony Blair. I remember walking out of the Queen. Helen Mirren's amazing, but I said Michael Sheen. I hope he gets a supporting actor. Nomination. He didn't get one for that either. He's always like, he's always like the less showy character in a lot of those movies. Like, the Queen is so showy, and then Tony Blair wasn't. Frost wasn't as showy as, you know, Nixon. Nixon, yeah. So, I feel like he's... And he should have been nominated for that. He was brilliant in Frost Nixon. He was brilliant in The Queen, and he's brilliant on Masters of Sex. Oh, that's a bummer. I he was like really great in Tron, too. He's... <laughs> Michael he's Sheen. awesome in Tron. He's... Michael Sheen's always great. And even those Twilight sequels. Yeah, I mean, he's like kind of <laughs> hamming it up, and you it's know, great. You know, fun with his career. So Michael Sheen deserves a nomination for something at some point. Yes, but with that said... With that said, predictions. Yes. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, any thoughts for... Uh... Well, I feel like we've touched on a lot of the, you know, predictions of what could possibly yeah. happen. I... I would like to hope they really touch on just, like, her being a working mother. But I think they're really going to drop that and deal more with, like, in terms of uh, her sexuality after the pregnancy. I think they're going to go in that direction instead of that. And also how the dynamic of her and George's relationship affects the dynamic of her and Bill's relationship. Well, there's so much, you know, it's funny, the, your, the sex after the pregnancy stuff, I could already see Bill like, well, no, we have to find out things about how a woman, right, right after how soon she feels, sick. you know, I could already see mm-hmm. the research being done in his head. Oh, yeah. Um, I, they, you know, they mentioned it enough, the idea of being afraid of the, the press and the press 
finding out certain things or thinking certain things that I got to imagine at some point soon, somebody in the press, and I know we talked about this a little last week, it's not like the days of TMZ, but they mentioned it enough in this episode that I feel like somebody's going to find out something mm-hmm. at some point. They're either going to have to try to convince them to bury it or they're going to have to to deal with it head on, be it whether they find out her marriage to George is kind of a okay. sham, you know, because there is that lengthy prenup out there that I feel like yeah. somebody can dig up or even basically says like they're not going to, you know, they can be with other people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I feel like that's going to come into play some way with their dealings with the press. They might play on that. I think if they if that does come up, they might push it back for season four because I think they might finally have uh, Virginia and Bill get married if by season four. Yeah. So I, I don't know if they're going to do it as quickly. I can't imagine Bill and Libby being together by the end of the season, though. I mean, it seems to be yeah. on the trajectory of... Well, if this is 1966, in real life, they were married by 1971. Like 71, so. yeah, so... And they've, jumped, they've already jumped a year in Who two knows? episodes. But they also do play a little fast and loose with some some facts. Yes, So you do. never know what they're going to do. So we'll see. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow. That's M S A D R I A N S N O W. And you can find me on Twitter at The Real Will Link. You can also listen to my pop culture comedy podcast, Will Sean Podcast, on um, on iTunes. Find that it's fun. You'll like it. Trust me. Until then, thank you so much for for watching us and listening to us. We will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 